Escape your every day with out-of-this-world action. From the gritty apocalypse of the Walking Dead universe to the cyberpunk realm of The Watch and the criminal underbelly of Gangs of London, AMC Plus is more than entertaining. It's epic. Feel all the chills and thrills with Shudder's Halfway to Halloween Month. Experience Shudder's biggest month of horror featuring a new season of Creepshow and new movie premieres every week. All available ad-free and on demand. Start your free trial today at amcplus.com. Hey, I'm Mikey. And I'm Randy. And, and we, we are, are the, the Chapmans. Chapmans. And your host of the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast, where we're going to talk about all we're learning, unlearning, and loving about marriage. We hope you enjoy. Now check it out. Now look, the apple don't fall far from trees, right? I'm in the land of milk and honey with the bees, like. And if I'm ripping it, what I'm so with my seeds, like. Now check it out. Hello. Hey. It's late, y'all. <laughs> it is a little. It's a little late. We are recording very late. It's not that late. It's ten forty-four on a work night, but okay. <laughs> Happy to see y'all. This is episode three <laughs> of the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. Uh, my topic today is who the fuck did I marry? Questions that need answering. Questions that need answering. Um, before we get into our topic today, we're going to start with, again, our first segment, a love story from around the world, which will be given to you today by my beautiful wife. Oh, fine. Um, and then uh, we're going to jump right into our discussion about why we got married and things we felt we needed to know when we finally realized marriage was a possibility. Uh, following our main topic, we're going to play a little game, kind of like the newlywed game. And uh, then we're going to have our fight or flight segment where I am going to bring my recent irritation to the table and Randy's going to decide if she wants to fight it or just apologize because uh, she has some some explaining to do, folks. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what his fight or flight it's is. It's going to be so. funny is what it is. Uh, uh, at the end of the episode, we're going to have our PDA segment, um, a.k.a. our public display of affection. And we'll both get a chance to compliment the other and kind of make up for the argument that comes from the fight or flight. But before all of that, we have a couple of corrections from the last episode. So in our last episode, Almost Breaking Up and Non-Negotiables, at one point, Mikey said that there was an air intake. Into yes, the my air intake. I didn't specify it was sucking in water it wasn't sucking in air it was sucking in water from the floor which is what caused the car issues right and so. we also feel like we didn't clarify that that x had been a problem for years not just because i hadn't voiced concern but that i would bring my concern to the table mikey would bring his rebuttal and we would just agree to disagree Yes. In a very unhealthy and toxic way. Yes. And it just festered for years. And I don't think we made that clear. So it wasn't no. that I sat silent for five years. It was more just like. When it finally was brought up. It I was would be, a, It was not a discussion. It was a discussion. It, it wasn't like, like. Done right. Yeah. It was just more like, well, I disagree with you. And then that's it. Yeah. And yeah. so I didn't have the confidence to really fight it or really demand that my non-negotiables be met. So go back and listen to that. Over with a new yeah with with this new information. Also, I feel like I should apologize. I wasn't sitting as close to my mic as I thought. Woman, it really bothers me. So, <laughs> so we're gonna get into our first segment. Yes, because Mikey is okay. Anyway, so my love story. Yes. So this love story is about Michael and Linda Joyce. Have you heard of them? I have not. I don't know who that is. She's blinking you at me. You better stop. Before I start teasing you about all your smacking in the mic. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so I found this on Washington Post, the story on the Washington Post, and it was also it was actually sent to me from Mama. She sent it to me weeks ago. Yeah, that's cheating. She sent it to me weeks ago before we even decided to even do the that's segment. Fine. She's but this start is why I asked you. That's the whole point. We ask people to send us love stories. So I did my own research. I'm just saying. But go ahead. This is your segment. You chose a humans on New York post. I love you. Oh, okay. So <laughs> she sent it to me and this reading this story made me come to Mikey and be like, Hey, can we add a love story segment to our podcast? Because this makes me really Oh, happy. this is the reason why. Yes. Okay. So this couple 
is currently living in New Zealand, but they are from Scotland. And the story goes like this. Michael Joyce has Alzheimer's and he is 68 years old and they have been married. Him and his wife, Linda, have been married for 38 years. So because he has Alzheimer's, though, obviously it's very hard to deal with. He's lost some of his speech. He's lost some of his memory. And some of his memory includes the fact that he didn't know they were already married. So she spent time with him, obviously, because they're married. And what? Oh, obviously because they're married. And so one day he just gets welled up with emotion and asks her to marry him again. Because he doesn't know that they're already married. Oh. <laughs> it's so freaking sweet. They've been married for 38 years. And so instead of saying, hey, we're already married, she goes, of course. Sure, I'll marry you. Of course, I'll marry you. And um, and so she thought he would forget. But then, like, a few days later, he he goes, so, you know, how are we going to do this? And, <laughs> or, like, you know, when are we going to do this? <laughs> and so she, pulled, she, like, polls the community and asks them to find somebody to, like, help officiate. And she ends up finding somebody to help officiate. She, a lot of people, actually, um, come together to make this wedding happen. And then this guy named... Make sure I get his name right. I think his name is Desmond Downs. He's a photographer. He volunteers to f- photograph the whole thing. And it was so beautiful. And I have pictures if you want to see them. Oh. Yeah, it's really nice. So, yeah, his name is Desmond Downs. And so he put photos up on his blog, and it was just really great. And so the day of the wedding, Linda still thought that he would forget. But mm. he goes, today is the day. Like, he was, he's just very aware that they are getting married today. Even with Alzheimer's? Yes. Okay. So they exchanged vows on a Saturday in front of friends. And Linda said to the interviewer, there's been a lot of sadness and a lot of frustration. And despite all the fogginess, today has been pure joy. Isn't that nice? That is nice. I was like, I'm smiling, so I can't get words out. Yeah, Mikey's smiling. It's a good story. Isn't that so freaking nice? I don't use this word. That's that's cute. (laughs) That's real cute. All right, that's twice. It's so beautiful. Would you do that for me? You want me to develop a brain disease? I'm saying if you did. If I did, obviously I propose to you again. Or, you know, yeah, I propose to you again. But he just felt like it was an honorable thing to do. Obviously, he's in love with her as well. But he didn't even, he's like, he would marry her again, even with Alzheimer's. That's crazy. He didn't think she was pregnant or nothing. Shut (laughs) up. Can I do this for the baby? Well, that's my love story. That's a good story. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that was weird. better. That was good. That was good. I like that. That was a good story. Ooh. I know. All right. Transition us into the next thing, Ella. Oh, okay. So now we're getting into the moment we knew we wanted to get married. So we're both going to just tell one quick story or just a story in general about when we realize, you know what? I can marry this person. So, Mikey, because it's your lead and I just finished the story, what's your What's your aha moment? My aha moment. So we had this conversation before, um, away from the mic. And we talk about how the man knows way before the woman knows. Mm-hmm. I knew I was going to marry you when you was kids. Mm. I did. Okay. I mean, I have been prepared to or, or ready like to it. or acted like it. But <laughs> I'm just being real. Okay. I knew. Like, okay. there's, 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 you're that type. You're like, oh, this is the one you marry. Mm-hmm. This is the one you marry. Okay. The other ones, you know, these are possible. I could marry her. I could marry her. But you were like, yeah, I could definitely do that. So what made you decide that? What made me finally decide it was now that we're out of like that. the love and the, the infatuation, infatuation, mm-hmm. uh, what is it, season? Uh-huh. The honeymoon phase? Yeah. Nah, it's, it's worse than the honeymoon phase. <laughs> Everything is... Everything is shinier and happy and new and it's ridiculous. That's mm-hmm. a lie. Um, I would have to say that the moment I knew I was going to marry you was when I hit that truck. Mm. Yeah. Well, you got any more seconds? And if you have not heard that story, please go ahead and listen to episode uh, two <laughs> for details. <laughs> well, just recap really quickly. It doesn't have to be long. It's okay. Well, you know, riding down the highway, everything is fine. I'm coming to come see you. Mm-hmm. And I smack into a truck and I fly in the air. Slapping to the ground and I'm eaten by ants. Please listen to the story for more details about that. And um, the whole time I'm down there, I'm just thinking about you. And uh, you were my first call. 
You were, I was. You were my first call. Okay. And then after I got off the phone with you, I got to panic. Yeah. So yes. <laughs> um, yeah, man, it was, uh, it was then, then everything that followed, mm-hmm. just watching how you were, you know, being able to realize and recognize like how much you've matured since we were kids. Mm-hmm. Cause you weren't like a little girl anymore. You know, you didn't handle things like a child, like when we were kids, it was just different. That was like my moment. And I had to start saving. Thanks, babe. You're welcome. So my story, by this point, we were already engaged. But I like knew, I was like, oh, I can, like, I can really realize. Just just to clarify what you just said. So when I proposed to you, I knew what I'm saying is there was, you know, you have those moments. Well, I don't know. Maybe you didn't. But I know I did. I had a few moments after the engagement when I was like, okay, I can do this. And anybody who says they don't, I don't believe you. But like, like I can for real do this. There are like moments you're just like, I really love you. Or I can really, I would fight for this. Or I would, I would marry you. I'm serious. Okay. So I felt that way when you proposed and obviously before. But a moment that comes to mind, especially when I was like, yep, I'm definitely marrying him. I don't care. Let's do it. Was after we got engaged. And <laughs> at this point, we were living with our mothers you remember this story. I don't. And you do when I get into it. We were living with our mothers and we desperately, we hadn't like had sex in a while because we were living with our mothers and we desperately needed some time Yes, we did a away. really great job at respecting those homes and not doing anything Any? that we shouldn't be doing Thing. under those roofs. I think that you should stop lying. So my point is <laughs> we needed sometimes we did we needed some so we got a hotel room all right oh yeah yeah so we got a hotel room and at this at this point in time i was still on nexplanon which is the birth control that they insert into your arm when i first got it it was called implanon and now it's called nexplanon but i had it in my arm and at that time one of my symptoms were sporadic irregular spotting and bleeding and at the point of this day, I had stopped spotting. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. I can finally get some without it being a thing. <laughs> and the first thing we do when we get into this hotel room is, of course, have sex. And so we had sex. And I thought we played cards first. That was the next night. Oh, gotcha. And we had sex. And I get up. And there is stuff. Stuff on the bed. Stuff on the bed. A mixture of things. And I am devastated because I know I wasn't. You specify, it was lady stuff yeah. on the bed. It was really, really bad. And I was inconsolable. It really wasn't. I thought it was. I was so devastated. I was so embarrassed and humiliated because I was just like, this is nasty. I know you don't care, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this is so nasty. This is all. This is like awful. And I really could not be consoled. Yeah, like, you were I was, visibly distraught. I was crying. I was sobbing. I was just so frustrated because we hadn't seen. We hadn't had a long time without like our mothers or siblings yeah, present. Okay. And we had finally got this time together, uninterrupted, just us two. And here I go making a mess. And so Mikey is like, he looks at me for a second and then he opens this Coke and he pours it all on the bed. Yeah. And then he picks up the phone and he calls the hotel receptionist. He goes, hey, I'm so sorry. I just spilled Coke all on this bed. (laughs) Can you please come give us another set of sheets? And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to marry him. Because <laughs> he came up with this resolution when I really could not think clearly. Like, I was just it was like, real obvious. And he didn't even like, this is what I'm going to do. He just looked at me. and He just did it. And it was perfect. And, of course, I didn't spot the rest of the weekend. And it was awesome. And I later got off that birth control. Um, because <laughs> this, is, this is unhealthy for my life. Birth control was traumatic. But, <laughs> but that's, that was my moment. Got you. That was my moment. That was okay. Yeah, I can see that. Yes. Do you? Is it? Is it? It does. Yes. Okay. So now we're going to our babe topic. Yeah. Main topic. Uh, again, the subject of the day is who the f did I marry? Does it matter if I like censor it anymore since I've already said the? No, different. babe. I'm okay. You're 27. Awesome. Who the fuck did I marry? <laughs> um, <laughs> So we're going to start this part, this off uh, with uh, things we needed to know before we got married. So three things that you think you needed to know before you married me. Um, we can just go one, 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 one. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. 
So for me, I really needed to know that if we had kids and they didn't turn out the way we wanted them to, or maybe not even just the way we wanted them to, but just this, I think everybody has a vision about what their families look like, period. Like, I I don't even think they mean to be biased or anything, but I think everybody does. And a lot of parents don't imagine their children um, coming out as gay or bisexual or identifying as trans or anything and I really needed to be sure it was important for me to know if if that did happen to us and not just sexual identity or identity in general but like anything that we just didn't expect could you deal and I'm not saying that I expect you to be happy about you know your heart you know like your expectations not being met or anything yeah. but would you, would I could I depend on you not to physically hurt our children emotionally traumatize our children oh or, yeah for sure. um abuse our children because they didn't fit your expectation and also could you be vulnerable in that hey this is actually hard but I love my child you know even though I had these expectations that may have may or may not have been realistic or whatever do you think you got an answer to that question yeah and i think I think that the like the like the real example of the of how of that answer was when 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 I miscarried because essentially that is that is a baby that didn't meet our expectations. So and you handled that. You've been handling that. So I think that was like yeah. Got you. I don't mean to be emotional. I think I'm gonna cry. No, you're good. You're good. It's okay. <laughs> So pretty. Um, all right. So my first thing, one of the first questions that I came up with, this one was aimed at you. Some of the other ones, most of them are like internal questions I asked. But um, before I wanted to marry you, I needed to know, can I trust you? Can I count on you? Mm-hmm. Essentially, like for anything, the big things, the small things, can I depend on you? Um, would you do anything that I would do if you asked it of me? Um, would there be balance there? Uh, and it was very, it was very obvious that I could obviously count on you. Um, you're always there, even when I'm not expecting you to be. You always have been. Um, so I think that if it ever came a time or got to a point where I needed to find out whether or not you'd be there, that question was already answered. Like you'd be there before I needed to wonder if you'd be there. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, And so my next thing was, could you be protective against not just, could you protect me and stand up for me against not just strangers, but your friends and family as well? And I think there'll probably be a topic about that, but there have been times where I felt disappointed um, and let down by how maybe you didn't react how I wanted to, or maybe I didn't feel as protected. But I think after stressing what that looks like to me, and yeah, after stressing what that looks like to me and having some trial and error that you have proven that you could do that and that you will do that. So that was really big for me. Like I, I, I've grown up so long with people being willing to fight strangers, but not really willing to, to, to like hold their family or the people they love accountable. And people always expect bad people to look like monsters um and they always expect people to share the same relationships that they have with other people and i needed to be sure that just because you like so-and-so doesn't mean that how they make me feel isn't valid or real so that was really important to me okay yeah uh, i guess my second thing was uh it's a very important question um before, again, we talked about in our non-negotiables that divorce wasn't an option. Mm-hmm. We've had that conversation when we were younger. Like, we already knew what it was going into it. Yeah. I always figured when I got married, that'd be the last time, first and the last time I get married. Mm-hmm. So I needed to, like, seriously ask myself, would I be faithful? That was a question I asked, hmm. like, within myself. We've talked before about how I had a past. Mm-hmm. And I was involved with <laughs> different women before you. We just have different stories. Yeah. Um. And I was emotionally attached to a lot of different women, Mm -hmm. you know, and I have been in love and in infatuation and in lust and all these things with these people before. And I was just, I seriously had to ask myself, like, if I'm going to do this, can can you do this without breaking her heart? 
mm-hmm. somewhere down the line. And it took took some weeks to answer that question. Just weeks? It took it took like when I say weeks, I mean like every day. First thing I, when I wake up, while I'm eating breakfast How while I'm working process? out while I'm, I'm in so class. I'm so fascinated by this. How did you process this? What were you? I kept asking myself and, t- and making myself answer without BSing because you know I can lie to. Oh, you yeah. can lie to anybody. You can lie. I know. Yeah, I'm just, I know. a great liar. I was a pathological liar, and I just needed to not lie to myself <laughs> oh, no. or do this to you because I couldn't. I can't do that to you. You know, because for, for I life, that's not. Will send you to your mother okay. in the smallest Amazon box. Are you saying that you would chop you up and send you to your mother in a smallest Amazon box? Yeah, absolutely. And this is now without record. question. Oh, my love, got you. Y'all so. play this at the trial. <laughs> If I go missing, you shouldn't. I shouldn't. You should not. I will not because I don't want to be cut up. <laughs> um. So yeah, and when I was finally able to like answer that question for yeah. real, I, I bought the ring. Okay. Yeah. Well, my last one was, could I trust you? So could I trust you to uh-huh. uphold the non-negotiables, and not just not just yours, but also hold me accountable for the ones that you wanted me to, because I think you have a tendency, like you show a lot of grace. Um, you show grace in general. Some days am I like, I wish you could show more. Yes. But you know, the same goes for me, but I, I knew that I needed to trust that you want to have me walk around here doing things that hurt you just cause you were too in love to tell me they hurt you and that you would keep your word because we had had years of you doing otherwise and or like only keeping your word for the things you wanted to keep your word for and not things that I wanted. And so I needed to be sure that I could trust you because again, divorce is not an option. And we agreed on that before we got married and that is not an easy promise. It is not. Looking to, back on that, do you like ever? We were fucking crazy. I don't think we were crazy. We were, we I don't are, think it was a rational are, thing. To- it was not rational. We did that probably after our orgasm. And, <laughs> <laughs> and nah, we might nah, 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 never nah. Afterwards, you know, like you, you think straight afterwards. It was probably before. Probably during. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> I'm no divorce. <laughs> I'm never leaving. And then we wake up like, and be like mm. shit. Yeah, so it's actually really hard to do. And so um <laughs> it's actually really hard to do. And so I um and so I needed to know if I could trust you. And to me, for me, trusting you looked like us maintaining our transparency and vulnerability and talking about things that aren't easy to talk about. And yeah. sleeping. I sleep really well because I'm really not worried about you. And so that that was how I knew. Right. That was three things I had to ask myself. Did you do your third thing? Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't. My okay, third thing is next. Um, my third thing was, again, an internal question. Like, do I mean this? Mm-hmm. Uh, so the last one was like, could I do this? The second one was, could I mean, do I mean this? Mm-hmm. Uh, am I just proposing because that's what you do after you've been with somebody for a long time? Am I just proposing because it would be nice for her family to be happy for her? It would be nice for her to... <laughs> no, 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 no these, are, these are the questions. Do I do, I do this because... It's the noble thing to do. Is it actually what I want to do or what I think I want to do? Is mm-hmm. it, is this right or not? Yeah. Essentially. Um, and I very much meant it. And you know me, like when I make up my mind about something, you my mind it. is made up. I don't yeah. second guess. I don't question it. I don't go back. I don't backpedal. I don't backtrack. And I was like, after I said, do I mean this? I was like, yeah. And that's when I spent more money on more stuff for the ring. <laughs> and I really appreciate that because it is a beautiful ring it's a beautiful set and if we ever go broke no it's the first thing to get pawned it's really not okay cars and then your ring no so <laughs> thanks babe you're welcome that was fun that, that was, was that, fun it was it was actually also insightful i'm always so fascinated by what we learned about each other in general, when we read, when, like when we have conversations again, I think like in marriage <laughs> in general, or any long term relationship, like rediscovering stuff or just finding out more stuff when you start having conversation, is just fun in general. It's something I like hearing new ideas from you. Thanks. This is why we get into this game. I feel like that's gonna be fun too. <sighs> Lord, okay, let's get into this game. Y'all. All right, <laughs> this is our newlywed game segment. We are gonna play the newlywed game. So we have ten questions total. Total. And we're just both going to go for it. 
So what's going to happen is we're going to ask the question, and each of us is going to get a chance to answer yeah. or respond to the other person's answer. Uh, Randy's going to do her first, her five first, and I'm going to finish up with my five. Let All right. See how that goes. So, first question. One funny slash embarrassing thing about your spouse that everyone knows that your spouse thinks no one knows. So, is there anything you that you I, you can't right? <clears throat> so the thing is. So the question is, what's one funny or embarrassing thing that you don't know that people know about you? Mm-hmm. Randy is very transparent. <laughs> Everything that Randy does that is embarrassing, y'all know already. <laughs> if y'all know of my wife, y'all have known of some of the foolish things that she's done or some of the embarrassing things that she's done. Like, I don't think everybody knows entirely how many times you like fall upstairs, but like, I don't, I, I don't. It happens more than you think. I think you're projecting. I am, but it also because happens more than you think. Like me. Those things. I don't, I don't, you don't, you don't, embarrassing stuff doesn't happen to you. They I'm do. the target. I no, just, no, 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 no. No, don't say that. Word. It happens more to me than it does to you. What I'm saying is, and that's not all, like, I, I'm also very intentional about putting my shit out there because what you're not going to do is hold it's, it up. hold yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm really big on, like, well, I'll just tell them myself. Got you. So, which works perfectly for this game. It so, doesn't. My embarrassing thing. The thing about you that ch- I don't know if you know. I don't want to do this. That people know. <laughs> I don't want to do this. <laughs> go. All right, go. Get it Can out. Do you remember that time in college <laughs> when we were trying to do better and wear more condoms? Do you remember that? We were trying to like be really like. I don't remember this period at all. <laughs> yes, you do. So you bought the icy cold condoms. Oh, Randy. <laughs> Hold on, hold on, hold on. Randy Chapman. Those, those. If you tell me right now that people know. (laughs) Ah, shit. I didn't know what else to do. I had to tell Tell your story. Get your shit off. So Mikey had, he tried these, like, with those turns. like It was the fire and ice. Yeah. And so we're on the phone and he's trying it on to see if it fits. And he puts it on and he starts screaming, it's hot, it's hot. First of all, them condoms is little. Condoms and he, he was like, they were tight and he couldn't get it off. And I'm like, take it off, take it off. So he was like chafing for weeks. And it was so damn funny. And I felt so bad. But it was You felt so bad so... that you shared this information? I just told the house. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. All right. Okay. Ooh. I'm sorry. Ooh, please don't give me no material in the future. This is why I blog and I write. I just put my shit out there because what you're not going to do. But you, you didn't put your shit out there. This wasn't a story about you putting on a condom <laughs> and feeling like he was dying. That's a very sensitive area for a man. I'm sorry. You, you're not. You're not sorry. It's really Don't funny. even look it at me. me a lot Go to your next question. Okay. Which spouse is always right? Right. This is question two. Oh, that's obvious. It's me. What? It's me. No, it's not. I'm always right. No, you're not. Show your work. What? <laughs> explain. Explain how I'm not, a, not You're always not right. always right. Okay. Well, no. no so, you so, do you think you're always right? I think that I am more right than you. Oh, okay. Show your work. I don't know what you mean by that. You show yours. Okay. So... You know how that's saying happy wife, happy life, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that people say that because as a man, if you speak up, it causes friction every time. If a man like oh. puts a puts put, states his opinion and that opinion clashes with your original opinion, it causes like friction. So more often than not, a man will defer. He'll be like, you know what? Yeah, all right, cool. Huh. Whatever you say. That's what you And do? I think in doing that for as long as I've been doing that, you think that you are more right. That, oh. Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I'm, I'm going there. Let's do it. I got time tonight, Mikey. <laughs> Prince says you'd be on the sofa. He was right. Prince, he said set that. me up. It's, not, it's, it's fine. What do you think about that? I think you're full of shit. <laughs> That's what I think. I think that you are full of shit. I, I'm giving a reason. What's your reason for ego. you thinking? I have, this has nothing to do with ego. Yes, it does. It really doesn't. It impacts your ability to see that your wife is right okay. most of the time. I'm not saying that you are no. never right. Yeah, you're, the, you're, you I'm essentially are saying, saying that the man that I am always right. wrong. I'm always That's wrong. That's not true. Okay. I think that when you come up with resolutions about things, I've already thought, I think, yeah, I've already thought of these things. Like mm-hmm. I think 
Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you see how you see what I mean? Well, your mind is already made up and you already believe in whatever it so is. So you think you're like, always right, but you're not it, telling me why. I don't think that I'm always right. You I don't. But th- the question was always if we're if we're like li- like really comparing, I would say that I am more right than I am wrong. I would honestly say that. And I, I genuinely feel that way. And I'm from a, like an objective like, standpoint. So you are being objective about yourself. Yes. I'm yeah. sorry, I can't do this. You're just so are we... <laughs> my eyes are laughing at me. No, but I have not heard a reason why you think it would be you, Mike. Every good thing that is us, uh huh, started with the fact that I told you I was in love with you. Okay, I'm the one who helped us come up with our non-negotiable things. Okay, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm just listening. You're showing your work. I just want to listen. Your your face. I'm listening. I feel like I am mostly right about things. But I think we. You feel like you're mostly right because you you started this? Is that what you're like? Mm hmm. Okay. Well, let's rewind back. The first point that you made was because you said you love me, right? Mikey. Mm, Because episode one, I could have sworn we we have uncovered that I actually said it first. But not in the way that that I did it. You said. The other point that you made was about <laughs> the non-negotiables. Um, um, what? Who caused us to have to make non-negotiables? <laughs> I didn't this have a real point. Helpful. I did not have a real point to that one. Um, Are we agreeing to disagree? We can agree to disagree. I think that we both bring, I think I think we're both equally yoked. Oh, there's balance in this shit. Yes. There's, I there's, think that yes. the times that I fail, you are there for a resolution and vice versa. I agree. Is that fair to say? That is fair to say. And we'll leave it there. Yes, we are. Third question. No couch for me. If you could ask your wife to remove one thing from her wardrobe, what would it be? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to let you answer that first. So I have these dresses. No, 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 no. For me. Oh. If you could ask me to remove anything from my wardrobe, what would it be? All of those goddamn vests. What vest? All of the vests. All those what vests you that you my insist on wearing. <laughs> is, please. Why would you take away my bubble vest? <laughs> please. A man needs <laughs> his bubble vest. What you going to wear with your Tim's? Mikey. In the summer? <laughs> Why well, in, like late vest? fall. I'm sorry. I didn't. <laughs> late no, summer. No, you meant the summer. I didn't mean so. I don't you wear my bubble in the summer. summer. It's Mikey. just my Tim's. It's Mikey. different. I'm different. You don't need as many vests as you Yes, this you is do. Why you you need multiple colors. You have and they need to match the different tints. I got no one shirts. bubble for the for the wheats, for the butters. <laughs> I got one bubble for the black tins. I got one bubble for the green ones. Oh, my God. Why are you judging me? I'm not, I'm not judging you. And ask. then I have, like, my dress vest for when we, like, go out mm-hmm. and stuff. Well, you asked. And <laughs> I answered. My vest? I feel attacked. All of your vests. All of them. That's fine. I love my vest. So you. So Randy is fashion inept. Um, <laughs> I love my wife with all my heart. I'm not even looking at her right now. I'm looking at my mic when I get this one out. Randy looks great in the right clothes, y'all. I swear to God, like, like my girl could rock anything if she just decided to rock something, right? Randy purchased these three lovely dresses. Um... One fateful fall of, let's say, <laughs> uh, 011. Is it 2011? Is that fair? No. What, 2013. what year? 2013. Okay. Yeah. 2013. The year is now 2018. <laughs> and this, the year of our Lord and Savior, 2018. Randy still owns these dresses and she will still bring them out. Now, y'all, I, again, I love my wife and They're she so would look beautiful in so many like things, but I'm she keeps wearing dresses. these same dresses and i'm going to put up pictures of randy's and these i call it the cousins it's three dresses all the same pattern but a different color so one is like navy blue one is black and one is orange orange i am so tired of those dresses i need new clothes you do because babe they're so comfortable so no no no, that's not even the half of it like every time we're about to like do fall cleaning or spring cleaning or (laughs) donating clothes because i donate clothes a lot i keep trying to get these dresses (laughs) into bags and they keep making their way back onto hangers randy don't hang up shit but these dresses somehow manage to make their way back into your wardrobe they make me happy they make me sad (laughs) (laughs) but as long as you happy baby look happy wife happy life all right so we're gonna make sure we keep those dresses around as long as we can (laughs) i can't see (laughs) fine okay 
fourth question. Yeah. Where is the craziest place where both of you got jiggy with it? Mikey. <laughs> we talked about this. We did talk about and this. And I'm asking you. I can't tell the story. <laughs> All right. I will let you go first. I will let you go first. Give me time to think of one that will not damage your relationship with your parents. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. I'm not gonna do it now. They're just gonna ask you. Oh my god! And it's fine. And just like, cause you like to so put your stuff out there. The place was on a porch. Which porch? Some porch, not somebody's porch. Some a porch. A porch. That's a the weirdest place. That's the only detail the you would get a people. It was a porch, and that's all that I can say. I'm and I'm just happy that of we different are porches not of my family shy. members. Oh. <laughs> and I'm just happy that we are not on world star hip hop somewhere. Why would we be on World Star Hip Hop? Were we in a place that was easily visible? <laughs> it's a damn Jamaican high wine. <laughs> First of all, high wine is Guyanese. It's the greatest the alcohol Jamaican, to ever exist. I love Guyanese high wine. I'm talking about the Guyanese high wine. Guyanese high wine. There was a Jamaican something that we drank that night. The, like the, gin, the stones? The, was it green? No. It uh, was clear and it was Jamaican. Uh, and I do not touch that high wine because it is the devil. First of all, nothing... That comes from my West Indian people is the devil. Except the high wine. No, that's it. <laughs> it is all of God. <sighs> or of rocks. I don't know, but it's not. <laughs> so you're telling me, the answer to your question is that the, the, the weirdest place where we got jiggy with it <laughs> was, uh, was this balcony. You want to you talk I about I said a porch. Oh, porch. Sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. You're full of it. Was this porch. I don't want to talk about shit. I just want to move <laughs> on. So you can answer the question. You look so scared. I know what you're saying. I'm laughing too much. I'm going to yes, get serious. On. The weirdest place that we... Just, Baby, I don't... Just I don't do I don't, just, say, just say it. There's none, none of them have been weird to me, first of all. That's why because, I said crazy. Yeah, because I mean, I'm crazy. So these all seem very tame. Because we ain't done nothing on you know the Batman at Six Flags yet. Because I don't go to Six Flags. I know, but that would be fun. Oh, all right. I'm going to answer the question. Weirdest place. Slash crazy. Crazy place. I'll just say someone's garage. (laughs) That's it. I'll say someone's garage. We have not had sex in a garage. What? See, there you go. Digging that. You could have just let it. Never mind. Okay. Actually, wait. I'll say someone's stairs. Who? Someone's stairs. Hey, y'all got to stop letting us in y'all house and then Someone. going to sleep. <laughs> uh, what are you talking Randy about? Randy can't control herself. I can't remember what you're saying. I don't want to mouth it to you. Why? So I'm just going to say it and we'll just delete it? No, just mouth. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Oh. Oh. Well. Good times. Fourth, fifth question. <laughs> Number five. That was good. Was it this? Okay, that doesn't matter. So, yeah. What's the funniest thing your spouse has ever done? I already know what you're going to say to this one. What do you You're going to say my joke. No. Mikey. I have the funniest, right most original joke Mikey, I'm has you ever right been no. created. No. No. That joke is hilarious. So, the funniest thing you have ever done. What is it? So, we used to dog sit this dog. And we may still in the future, but his name is Paxton. And Paxton was over here for a while. I'm looking real confused. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. And Paxton had this, like this cover he used to lay with. And so when he left, he left some of the string to his cover. Randy, <laughs> there's nothing funny about this story at all. And so one day me and Gru are like in the living room. I'm about room. to leave the studio. I- <laughs> Screw is laying down under the table. I'm like on my phone. And all of a sudden, Mikey says, what the fuck is that? You don't know and I'm laughing. like, what? This ain't funny. What are you? Groot has not moved, so I'm assuming that like maybe I'm missing. We're all missing something. And Mikey sees this thing that no one else sees. And so, for mm-hmm. listeners, you should know for context, Mikey has a he's deathly afraid of snakes. We don't do snakes. He's really like he would. His love becomes very conditional if a snake is in the midst. It's not conditional. I've stated. What my love is when snakes are present. <laughs> conditional. It's not conditional. <laughs> it's not present. 
And it's so I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm looking around. I don't see anything. Randy, And in the, the middle string of the floor is this piece of string looked that looks like nothing like a, a snake. snake. No, it didn't. Randy, the string looked no, like a didn't. snake. It did. It was and all so windy. I, I, so and I then because of the up, light from the chandelier, it I was a shadow. Up the string and you I picked I said, up the snake and I almost panicked. Are you talking about this? Because this is yarn. Like, I don't understand. You're like, he's just so frustrated. You look so then pleased you with yourself outside, right it now. Was so, it was the funniest thing you have done in a long time. And I love it. So the it. funniest thing I did was be scared well, spaz for out my life. Unnecessarily about a piece of It wasn't of yarn. unnecessary. I have bad experiences with snakes. It wasn't a snake, though, baby. It was a snake. It was, <laughs> it was a snake. You're five. Go ahead. Man, look. You don't do nothing funny. Go. What's the funniest thing you did? I don't know, man. I don't know. You be having your moments. Randy's really sassy if she don't like you. That's not true. <laughs> if Randy don't like you, the way she talks about you <laughs> after y'all relationship is done is hilarious. <laughs> Randy got all types of nicknames for people after she don't mess with them no more. <laughs> y'all go hear some nicknames about some people when we tell some stories in the future. Calling people SoundCloud. <laughs> All right. You'll hear these stories, but Randy's level of shade might be the funniest thing about her. Randy don't have a bad sense of humor at all. But, like, she shines when it's time to be shady. I don't want you, to. Oh, you shine. I don't want to shine. I just you do. can't help myself sometimes. You are great at being petty. I think that's because of Carmen. Probably. Growing up in or growing up in college, I guess, because like, I did grow up in college, living in a house of women, beautiful, yes. smart women, with bad habits, who have who have mastered being professionally petty. I love them all. Gives you some things, I know. Okay, you're five, baby. All right. Question number one: mm-hmm. What candy bar would your spouse choose to describe your style of lovemaking? Yes. So, candy? if my sex was a candy bar. What would it be like and why? Hershey's Kiss. Ooh, why would it be a Hershey's Kiss, baby? <laughs> one, because it's really damn good. Especially you have the one with the almonds and the cookies and cream one. The and nuts. also because you're really big on kissing. You have like a signature kissing thing you do. Okay. And I'm never going to leave you. Ever in my life. I love you. <laughs> That's what Girl, it makes you shit. do. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like chocolate. It's kinda yeah. Like, yeah. This is where I would insert insert air horns. I need an air horn button. You know, no, you don't. I do. Wait for it. Guy and these people love damn air we horns. We do love air horns. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Go. <laughs> um, if I could use if describing your sex as a candy bar. Come on. Don't be offended. Oh God. Because I'm going to say it. No. Yeah. Are you ready? I would describe your sex. <laughs> Can you just say it? All right, let me go. Um I would say a Snickers. Really? I would say a Snickers. Why? That's not what I thought you said at all. Yeah. Wait, what did you think I would say? What you said last night in a production meeting. I know, but <laughs> I'm going to be nice. What? I would say a Snickers. Okay. One, because it's nuts, y'all. I love sex with my wife, man. <laughs> it's out of here, man. The top layer, them, them peanuts, it's nuts. Right? You need help. Two, mm-hmm. Snickers satisfies. Okay. I am never not satisfied. That's what she's saying. Three. Mm-hmm. You know how sometimes you buy Snickers and it's like hard and mm-hmm. it's gross? Because <laughs> <laughs> the caramel was hard. Somebody did something wrong. Uh-huh. Or you open it up and the chocolate looked weird. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying when I open the stuff up, stuff look weird. But you gross. You nasty. That's there are those rare moments, like the rare moments where Snickers is nasty, where you just be gross. <laughs> God. Yesterday, I was just Mikey. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> uh, what is your spouse's most repeated sentence or phrase that annoys you? So, what's one thing that I say, Brandy, that annoys you? You have a few, but well, mainly. Just give me one, please. Yes. So, Mikey likes to watch television. He's like a Randy. movie person. And when he watches things, he he becomes these things. I'm a TV and, so and movie as person. as of late, for the past, like, year, 
Let's Mikey's say three. signature word. I mean, your signature word. Okay. Has become literally. literally. Because he watches Archer all damn day. And so he show. goes, I literally just, and you know, Archer, if you watch Archer, isn't dick. And I'm like, Mikey, <laughs> please don't get left. Please don't say that. You're not going to leave me. You literally not going to leave me. <laughs> it triggers my soul. Why? Because it's condescending How? and it's rude, just like Archer. And you become him after you binge watch a few episodes or seasons over and over and over again. And it's irritating as hell. Your turn. I'm literally unfazed by what you One more time. <laughs> All right. All right. I'll start. Go. I am sorry. I will apologize for that because I know that I do take on stuff from movies that I watch. That is, that is who I am. Mm-hmm. Will you forgive me? Maybe. Go. I love you. I love you too. I literally do. Mike. Um, phrase that you say or repeat that annoys me. Don't get mad. Just say it. So, Randy don't make me mad often. But when she does, I don't be wanting to like say the wrong thing. Right? So, it takes me a minute to process my response. Because I want to make sure that I'm being respectful because I'm not going to disrespect my wife. I'm not going because I'm not going to call out her name. I'm not going to walk away because we don't leave. I just need a second to make sure I'm saying the right thing. Or sometimes I just don't want to say anything at all. Or I've said enough by saying, "Mm mm-hmm, or okay. Mm -hmm. Randy (laughs) says one word that annoys me more than anything else that she says. You know what that word is? Mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> She'll be like, she, Randy would just have said a whole book worth of words, and my response would be, "Okay, you know, I get your point. All right, or just I'd be like, okay." And I'm sitting for a second to make sure I gather myself for the rest of this conversation. And Randy would be like, "Hello." And I've never hated that word as much until you started saying. Hello. Yes, I heard you. <laughs> Shit. Just give me a God. Hello. I, I be wanting to answer you back in the worst way. I be wanting to answer you back. I'm sorry. So bad. I'm sorry. I you literally mean? don't mean to say hello. I know. And I literally do not mean all these <laughs> literally. But literally is literally the best word to No, it's use. not. It's it's triggering and I'm I've 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 expressed my concern. See, it, but it didn't start with Archer, though. It was because of how I met your mother. No, but it got worse with Archer. It did, because he says it That's every That's all episode. he says. His whole script is literally. It's not. I'm pretty sure it's an episode. It doesn't say it. Go ahead, baby. All right. Uh, okay. If your spouse was sentenced to prison, what would it be for? If I was sentenced to prison, what would, it, what would I have done? You probably would have killed someone. That's bland. No, it's not. It's, fair. You, it's broad. You would have like, you probably would kill someone out of rage if I was killed. Probably. That's well. That's definitely what I'm going. You to would do. like go on this mass killing spree. Yep. You'd be like, like Punisher. Yeah, that's exactly equalizer. What you'd be like. And so, man on fire. Yeah, you you'd be like really yeah. But I wouldn't get caught. You want to get caught. Because you'd be like, my life is over because you already said you're not going to jail. I'm not, which is why I'm not getting sentenced. They can't find me. Just the That's bodies. what I think. Is that hmm. not what you think? Yeah. <laughs> you can't smile. That, that, that'd be the only reason. Okay. Or they did me? something to my child. Yeah. Yeah. Or your family. Yeah. You'd be like really crazy. You go really crazy. Yeah. Don't touch so. my mother. Yeah. Or my sisters. Yeah. Or my brothers. Shout out to my brothers. I kill for y'all too. <laughs> We know, baby. We know. Most of y'all. That's one of them I don't like. Mikey. He ain't like me. That's okay. He don't know you. He don't. Like, he doesn't know any of you. That's not his fault. It okay, let's fault. go. Um, if you went to jail, what would it be for? Mm. You're supposed to have this. I, uh, when I look at you, <laughs> different things come to mind. It would be the same thing. You kill somebody. Oh, yeah, I would kill somebody. You would, you would definitely kill somebody. I could see that. You would be sentenced to prison for somebody did something to your brother. Yeah. That would set you off. Your mother. Me. Yeah. We'd only kill for like family. 
Yeah. Is that is that that's a good thing, right? I get, I don't think it's good. To We're a wholesome that. married couple because we'd only murder <laughs> to revenge kill for our families. That's yeah. I don't think that's how that's the really positive takeaway from this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> your next question is that is this your last one? No, no. This is uh, this is number four. Number okay. four. If your spouse were a character from the show, this is us. Who would they be? You would. Definitely be Toby. Yeah, I'm Tobe. You be Toby. I'll you're really that. like grand and romantic and I am. you're really sensitive. And big. And you're a big guy. I am. And um you don't play about your girl. I don't. And I kill for my insert gunshots, air horn. All right, go ahead. And you're a lot. And um, <laughs> <laughs> And you just really yeah, you just really you're really you really are very grand like that. You're very romantic and you love like mm-hmm. you just love that type of stuff and it's so you. Well, thank you. Who would I be? It's very obvious I who know. you'd be. <laughs> I thought you'd say I was Beth. No. I mean I'm, yeah, I'm, but I'm, I'm, I, yeah, but I'm more totally if you were a character, you'd be Randall. I know. At all ages. I identify with all of his anxiety. All stages and ages of that boy's life are you. <laughs> Every single no. one of them. The identity stuff. Being on a uh, predominantly white campus. Well, he went to HBCU. Still. Before that. Mm-hmm. He was surrounded by. Yeah, you're Randall. You're a little crazy. You're a lot crazy. Yeah. We have. We your, your neuroses present in a, in a different way. <laughs> I love you. You're My precious. Your neuroses. You're a little oh, neurotic yeah. sometimes yeah. with some things. And obsessive. Yeah. A lot. Mikey's looking like it's paining him to discuss this. It does. It hurts to say because my wife is perfect, but you got issues. I know. I know. <laughs> I love you so much. You're crazy. I know. Okay. Yes. And last but not least, it's the best question. I was excited about this one. Oh, my God. I already know. And I asked you not to do this. Who would you say, Brandy, <laughs> has the better mother-in-law? Better is relative. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm gonna answer first. I'm gonna, I'm okay. gonna get ahead of this thing. You, you right? answer first. If I had to choose who had the better mother-in-law, mm-hmm. me or you, I would say I have the better mother-in-law. Why? Because my mother-in-law is fire. You hear me? I love my mother-in-law. My mother-in-law is great. Mother-in-law is a wonderful person, and I would die for my mother-in-law. <laughs> But you're not saying why. Because because what sets her apart? You said what? What sets your mother-in-law apart from your mother from from your mother-in-law? Yes. Ooh, wait! I think this just backfired. <laughs> did it just? No. Ba- yes, it did. Oh. Because I had questions, sir. Oh no! Oh no! My mother-in-law is a sweet woman, and she has been kind to me and treats me like I have been her child, like I came out of her. Mm. My mother-in-law, like people tell stories about like, like when men get married, like how they're supposed to be beef between them and the mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. I will never know that life ever. Yeah, you won't. I never have. I never will because we have always been that close. Like I think my mother-in-law is just bomb in general. I would hang out with my mother-in-law without you. I know. I would hang out with my mother-in-law without anybody. Like I just, we could just go do stuff because that's the type of like person that my mother-in-law is. Mother-in-law is just, mother-in-law popping. She's like, I love my mother-in-law. Shout out to you, Ma. Well. Yeah. I think I have the better mother-in-law. Why do you think you have the better mother-in-law, Randy? Because she is just as consistent as your mother-in-law. She is is treated. She treats me like one of her kids. She does. (laughs) It's not a positive thing. (laughs) She treats me like one of her kids. She treats us terribly. No, she doesn't. Your mom She loves it. That's not what I'm saying at all. I knew that's where you would go. I think that... She always and everything means really well. Every time. You know, it just translates differently because she's emotionally constipated. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, no. but we love each other. Y'all and do. I love her. And she communicates with me and she sends me coupons and things. She does. And she's always trying to help us out, get some money and hustle. All the time. Like, I think both our mother-in-laws bring balance. They do. To the marriage. I completely agree. So there's really no way to answer this question. It like, really isn't. But it's because unfair we each only have one mother-in-law, obviously <laughs> we would say that. But yeah, I love both of my moms. Yeah, I love both. I was raised by both of these women, and they are both two phenomenal women. Yes, they are. They're good you know, people. 
They are. I love you, Ma. Even though Randy just said you're emotionally constipated. <laughs> Only because fault. Mikey said it too. It's because she a Virgo. Yeah, y'all are tough. Y'all are really freaking That's tough. That's a kind adjective. Y'all are tough. Tough? Virgos are tough. Yeah. Who hurt y'all? <laughs> <laughs> so that was the end. <laughs> that was the end. <laughs> that was the end of our segment for um for uh Who the fuck did I marry? Who the, who the fuck did I marry? Our newlywed game. Our newlywed So we game. hope that y'all enjoyed that. That was int- That was fun. That was fun. That was fun. All right, all right. Let's okay. get into it. Yes. Fight or flight. Okay. This segment is, again, the purpose of the segment, fight or flight, is to, uh, we'll present something, and Randy has the chance to fight, you know, argue her case, or um, flight, and just, you know, apologize for the wrongs that she does. And the pain that she causes. Um, so we're going to get into it. So, Randy, mm-hmm. let me just start by saying I love you. Don't start by saying that. I will preface everything with you I love know you. Why? Because Mikey has this thing he does when we're in the car. He's holding my hand. He kisses my hand. And I always know that means he's about to let it go. Uh-huh. And so you saying I love you before a fight or flight. Is, it's, yes, me kissing your it's hand. It's the exact same thing. Now I'm letting go. Um, <laughs> so I love you. I wrote this down. Okay. <clears throat> but... Not but. However. <laughs> Comma. Is that a good transition? Miss Scott, help me out. Like, say. I love you. Moreover, not, you are a wonderful <laughs> that's human not being. Um, we've been living together for, how long would you say? Not in this house, just in general. For three years. For three years at least. Okay. We are really, you know, pr- pretty familiar with each other's habits. Um, would you say I'm the more clean one than you? Yes. Yes. Okay. You know, that's not a problem. You know, some people, you know, Mikey. like there's nothing wrong with mess. You know, that's not what I'm saying at all. Um, I'm just going to say this. <laughs> I'd like to have space in our bathroom. Where? Um, you claimed <laughs> that you keep the sink space organized and not crowded with stuff. But um, I find myself going to our guest bathroom to brush my teeth and put on my contacts every morning. Um, we recently had some guests come stay with us, and I had to sleep in my contacts because I couldn't come in the room to take my contacts out to put them in the case and uh, put on my glasses. I just I wanted I want to rejoin you <laughs> in our bathroom. Uh, you did a really nice thing one day. You you gathered everything from the bathroom and you took it and you put it in the drawer and it was real nice. It was nice. It was organized and clean and you know I built that really really nice. Uh, Bathroom shelf. Bathroom shelf for you to put stuff on. I built it like with my bare hands while you were at work and you came home and it was like 90% done. I just had to put on doors and, you know, surprise. Cause you know, those are the things that I do, you know, as the sweet husband who loves you, <laughs> I would just like to share space with you if that's all right. Okay. Well, I will apologize because. Wait, wait. So the thing that you are fighting or fighting, the question I had to ask was why are you so small? But take so much room. I don't know. Maybe it's the oldest child narcissism in me that comes out in the bathroom. I don't know. Mm. But I apologize because I did move everything to the drawer in our bed. But you know, life happens and I forget to put things back. And then I realize the sink is full of things. I'm sorry. I will do better. I didn't realize you want us to be back in the room. I've begged you just come into the bathroom. You have? Like, there's no... I will completely agree with that. Randy has has asked almost every other day for me to come back to, like, come come brush your teeth in here. Why are you going to put... Just bring your stuff in here. Why are you going to the guest room? I just want... I just want some space. I'm sorry. I just want to be with you. I'm going to get my life. I apologize. I will accept that. We have discussed this, and I'm sorry. So we're going to shake hands. (laughs) I love you. I love you too. You see why I start with that and then you end with that? Well, no. no? But yes, oh, okay. thank you. Got you. All right. And some PDA. And then this nightcap off. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you first, babe. Okay. Well, March 19th was a rough day for us. That was a Wednesday. Tuesday. Right? Mm-hmm. It was a Tuesday. <clears throat> and... March 19th was a Monday. It was a Monday. So you stayed up all night 
to do work because since the miscarriage, we have both been having some struggles at work, which we're going to talk about actually the next episode. But you stayed up all night to do some work because you haven't been getting the support you need. And I had no clue because I went to bed after washing my hair and doing my hair. And you were like still on the sofa. And then you, when I came downstairs at 6.45 a.m. to find you in the exact same spot watching Grey's Anatomy, you best show ever broke down. And it was really sad and it was really bad. And you were obviously very tired. And I felt so bad because I got like three hours of sleep, but it was three hours more than you got. And you broke down about the baby and just how unfair everything is. And I am thankful that you shared that moment with me because I know that isn't easy. I know it wasn't easy in general to feel that way. And then on top of that, you still drove me to work. Um, even though you had got no sleep, you insisted on driving me to work and you made me a breakfast sandwich. Like it was just, it was just really gracious of you, even though you had had a hell of a day. Like you didn't sleep at all on Sunday. I did not. And, but still you persisted. And that night you bought a car. And I did. Now you are a man with three cars. I am a man with three cars. And I don't know about the second one. They don't. We're not going to talk about that. But, I'm very proud of you and I love you. And I know that it has been really, really, really hard. And we're going to get into that next episode. I don't want to rain on this one, but I really appreciate you opening up to me and having a breakdown with me sitting next to you with no sleep. So, and I'm sorry that you had to do that and that you you feel this way, that you just been, it's been rough, but I'm proud of you and I love you. And thank you for the breakfast sandwich and t- getting me to work safely. I will always make you a breakfast sandwich when I can. I know. And get you to work safely. Thanks. Um, that's Thank you. That was very nice. You're welcome. It's funny because it ties into mine that I had. Okay. Um, I have been without a car mm-hmm. since... February 2017. <laughs> I, I want to say October 2016. I feel like it was months before that. No, it was February because... It was February. My engine blew up on 285. I'm lying. It was October. Yeah. It was the end of the year. My engine blew up. Literally exploded. On the highway. I was in the car with Groot. Mm Mm-hmm. And he did not take it very well at all. Yeah. Uh, He had little, like, mini panic attacks. The cars rushing by on the highway. The fire in front of him, all of the smoke, it like threw him off. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how cars like vibrate when you drive past them or mm-hmm. when they drive past you. And um, it created a problem. Uh, You had the newest car, the newer car mm-hmm. between the two of us. And your car, you, without hesitation, was like, yeah, this is, this is our car. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we both need to get to work. We both need to do what we got to do. And it was a very difficult time for me. I've been driving since we, since before we met. Mm-hmm. Um, I taught you how to drive. Yeah. I have always had a car. Yeah. A car has always been like my independence. A car makes me feel better about myself. Like, cause I have the room and the space to just drive, to just go. Um, and I didn't have that for over a year of us using the same car. We mm-hmm. have been going to work together, getting mm-hmm. up two hours earlier in most days so that we can both get to work on time. Mm-hmm. Um, I would drive from Decatur to Marietta, back down to yeah South Atlanta to go to work after dropping you off because that was that was all we were allowed to do. Um, you have always managed to just be exactly what I need in a partner who is supportive of somebody who has a lot of different traumas that present differently whenever we are exposed to something. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to be as hard as it was. I also didn't think this would last as long as it did. Mm -hmm. But for the longest, we have been operating with one car. And that is only because of the grace that you have shown. Because you could have easily been like, all right, well, bum ass nigga, you know, just go ahead and find a way to get to. You could. We would have got a new car, but we wanted to move. We did. Oh, that was yeah, another knew, reason yeah, was we, we, yeah, we, we used the money for wedding stuff and then and, we used it for. And uh, uh, this nice townhouse. And it just kept getting bumped back and bumped back. But, yeah. you know, you. You were great. And I really appreciate you helping me get through this time. This is very, it's added to my depression. I'm sorry. 
It was a very rough time for me. And just like every rough time for me, my wife is exactly what I need her to be for me. When it's like, when it's just very hard for me. And this has been very hard. And I got this new car, yes, and I can't wait to let you have it. So I'm giving it to you for a month. Yeah, I get it in May. So you can just drive around. You can put all the miles on that you want. I'm so happy. I'm going to teach you how to burn donuts. No. The engine's strong enough. I'm going to show you how to drift. And (laughs) I'm going to take it to some parking lots. And we're going to do some stuff. I'm going to let you just show out because you show out for me. And I really appreciate you. Thanks, babe. How sweet. I know. That's what I do. Oh, my God. I'm Toby. See. I mean, you're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) All right. That was our episode. Yes. We did it, y'all. Be sure to check out our website, www.blackmillennialmarriage.com. Subscribe to our newsletter because that's where we're going to start giving away prizes and gifts and giveaways. And we're going to start off by just doing a few people at a time. We're looking for other ways to do like bulk gifts, but budget. But still, yeah, subscribe so you can be (laughs) part of that. Yeah, we're gonna give away what? What was? What do we have in mind? Like Amazon gift cards? Yeah, you know, just just random gift, things because I don't want people being picky. Chick Fil A, and like other things, I want to give like some things from local shops and stuff. That's right. Yeah, so support black business. Yeah, um, follow us on social media platforms: Instagram Black Millennial Marriage, on Facebook at Black Millennial Marriage, and on Twitter Black Mill Mare Pod. And actually, it's the third episode, so rate us on iTunes. I think by now, yeah. We should all know how you feel about us. But don't rate us if it's not a five. <laughs> or a four. Don't rate us <laughs> if it's not a five. Your reviews also don't have to be long. You can just be like, great podcast. Or y'all are great. You don't but have if you to want give. them to be long, it's fine. As long as you rate us a five. We would a prefer five. That. Yeah, we would really love that. So please, because so, we want to show up on iTunes. We want people to find us. And we want to know what you like. And then we'll read that feedback on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So check out our other episodes. Episode four is Plot, Twist, and Lemonade, our mis- miscarriage story. Episode and episode five, five threesome sorry, or not. <laughs> sorry, I didn't know you was going to say It's all right. She wasn't including me. Threesome or not. You just letting me go. <coughs> so I thought I was just going to go. Always, man. It's your show. <laughs> so, yeah. Thank, Thank you y'all. again for listening. Be blessed. Don't settle. Fight clean. Peace. If you dig in what I'm saying, we could go deeper. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. You dig it. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. You dig it. I dug it. We're good, so yo. I hope you love it. I love it. I got no upper, but none above it. I focus on what the funk is. Don't know what's so fierce. I'm sipping time.